Simplified Chaos, episode 55. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Wonderful friends, welcome to another episode of Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my husband and other co-host, Nick. What's going on, folks? We got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we getting into? Today's episode is all about diving into goal setting and how we're simplifying the hell out of it because it can seem very overwhelming at first. It's very overwhelming (laughs) and can be very hard to do, but we're going to try to give you some actionable tips to help you simplify it, give you some ideas of some of the things that we're doing, and hopefully that'll help you guys out with your goal planning. But before we dive into that, as always, we're going to show a little gratitude. Jilly, what are you grateful for this fine day? I am grateful for long walks. Yeah. And just car rides. Ooh, I do like car rides. I think uh, before I kind of would take, uh, I take it for granted, but my dad's in town from Arizona, and we had a really nice walk with Lucille on the stroller today, and I just Allowed me to vacuum the house. (laughs) It did, and I'm grateful for you (laughs) vacuuming the house, too. But uh, I just asked my dad a lot of questions today, and he was just able to, we were just able to have some really meaningful conversations just about work and life and... Things that necessarily wouldn't come up over dinner or, you know, just uh, just doing certain things. So I think we need the space and time to have those deep conversations. And walking with him definitely gave us that time to just dive into things that I never really talked to him about. And just having car rides with you. I mean, just a 30-minute car ride to Annapolis today. I feel like we make the most out of our time together. Yeah. And it's I appreciate that a lot. Oh, thank you. I do too, <laughs> baby. So my gratitude is all about the unseasonably warm weather we are having here. It is the middle of January here in Maryland, and it was 70 degrees yesterday and 68 degrees today. Crazy. Holy crap. It's awesome. It is. So I know there's some people who don't like these drastic changes in the weather, Um we took full advantage of that this weekend. You know, we love being outside. And, and of course, you know, it doesn't matter if it's cold or, or warm, but this was spring-like temperatures. And it allowed me to get some leaves up on the ground that I've been meaning to get up for a while. I was like, it was a perfect day to do that. We went to Downs Park on Saturday and walked along the Chesapeake Bay. It was a gorgeous day. People out walking their dogs, their kids out playing. I mean, it was just great, you know, and it just made for an extra special weekend. So that's just one other reason why I love Maryland because you never know what you're going to get. So unpredictable. It just makes me appreciate our home state. Absolutely. So, yeah, good gratitude segment. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, which is simplifying goal setting. Where do you want to start this one off, Jilly? I just want to start off by saying that I was really never a goal setter, ever. Like, I think I would just say, oh, I think I would apply it more to fitness than anything. Like, oh, I'm going to look a certain way. But now it's, I just want to be as intentional as I can with my time. And the only way it's going to happen is by looking at my calendar and making sure that whatever I want to accomplish to be happier, 
I'm doing it. And I need that reminder over and over and over again. And, you know, I want to just share what we are doing and the tools that we are using because it's really freaking overwhelming at first. Like, I don't know where to start. What questions do I ask? Like, I feel like I'm getting better, but I'm never going to be a professional goal setter. I'm always going to be an amateur. So I'm, I need all the guidance I can. And I think us seeking help and getting that was the best thing we could have done. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I second that, you know, I wasn't really much of a goal planner. Like I had ideas of what my goals were going to be, but never really had like a road map to get there never really wrote them down and was able to visualize those goals and see if I was on track to to reach them. So we've done some things a little bit differently this year and we've been doing it for a short period of time, but I think we're already seeing a lot of benefits and a lot of results because of what we're doing. Yes, and it doesn't even feel like a resolution. You know how some people make resolutions and they kind of fizzle out? This is like great momentum. Like we're starting and I'm like, I can't wait to get to February. I can't wait to get to March. I mean, I can wait, but you know, you get the point that I'm just, I'm really stoked because I'm already seeing tiny changes every day just because we're being super fucking intentional with what do we want to accomplish this week, how we're going to get it done, and then we reflect about it. But I first wanted to start off just talking about the tool that we invested in. Yeah, it was, um, it's one of those things where I saw it on an Instagram ad. And you know, sometimes they suck you in. I mean, I I try to steer clear of them, but you know, it was one of those things where it just kind of culminated. And and I don't know if you and I were talking about goal setting and then Google heard (laughs) me and then all of a sudden Instagram is now, you know, giving me planner, you know, ads and stuff like that. But it was just kind of one of those right place, right time kind of things where in scrolling through my feed and Instagram and I saw this interesting looking planner and I started going through the different pictures of it. And I was like, this is different than other planners. I was like, I need to dive into this a little bit more. And we were talking about at the time doing something to surprise each other like one time a month. And, uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, it was like a couple goals. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be cool if we like did a little surprise each month? Just something small. It didn't have to be extravagant or anything. But and I guess this was your surprise for me. So, yeah. So I, and so I started looking at it and I, I mentioned it to you. I said, hey, would you be interested in some kind of planner? And I showed you what it looked like. And then I remember like you went to bed and I was like, you know what? I'm ordering it. Let's let's get this thing done. And we came in a couple of days later and I think we both just really got to work and and started writing stuff down. Yes, we did. And so we did invest in a planner and the company is called Ink and Volt. And this is not an advertisement at no. all, but Ink and Volt, if you listen. There are a lot of planners <laughs> out there. Yes. And many like that one. However, we fell in love with that one and we've really dove into it and really, really, I think it exceeded our expectations. Yes. So far, it's helping us organize our goals. It's forcing us to write them down so that we're actually able to create some type of plan. It's helping us see basically what do we want to become, like how Mm -hmm. the people we want to become, and then almost reflect on the journey as we're doing it. Not just set goals and crushing them, as a lot of people say, (laughs) but we're able to set these tiny, small action plan steps. And then each week we look at how do we do? Mm -hmm. You know, where, what do we need to stop doing? What do we need to start doing? And I also wanted to dive into some of the questions that the planner is asking us because we could not do this on our own. We were like, we need help. So this planner is giving us the tools to help us be intentional 
with our goals and reflecting them on as well and even celebrating like the freaking cool things that we're doing, even the small things. Yeah, I love that, that it does that. section that says reflect yeah. and celebrate. But at the at each week, it asks you, have you reviewed your previous week? Have you reviewed your monthly goals? Have you reviewed your yearly goals? Because we have long-term goals, we have short-term goals, and sometimes those short-term goals help us reach those long-term goals. So it's really holding us accountable. And if you don't check off that you didn't review those, those goals, I mean, it's holding yourself accountable. Like, yes. it's amazing what a little checkbox can do to your mentality. The and power. If the, and if you <laughs> can't check that box off because you didn't do it, I mean, it, it really messes with you a little bit. So it, it forces you to like, okay, I need to go back to this part of my planner check out, am I on pace to reach those yearly goals? Am I on pace to meet my monthly goals? And it even has weekly goals. So like, it just gets you to where you need to be. And it's just been awesome using this thing for just two really short weeks, but we're already seeing the benefits from it. Yes, and some of the questions in the planner that it asks you that's been helping us, that's been helping us guide in where we wanna go is one of the, there's like three questions in the beginning, actually four. It says, what would it look like if this year went perfectly? <laughs> what would you have, be, or do? What do you want to start doing this year? What do you want to stop doing? I love that it asks you what do you want to start and what do you want to stop? Because I think sometimes we have these great, huge intentions of starting all these things, mm-hmm. but we forget that we have to subtract things in order to make space for them. So I love that it it gives you the time and space to think about what do you want to add to life to get better? And then what do you have to take away in order to make that happen? Yeah, and as an example, and I'll share one of the ones that I wanted to stop because it's it's a problem that I know I have. It's my road rage. And it's not like crazy road rage, but like when people do stupid things on the road, I tend to call them a name. Um, and I know it's really not solving anything. And we have a kid in the car now, so I need to really watch my language because she's repeating everything that I say. So... I'm really making a conscious effort to stop just the stupid comments because it's, you know, it's not doing anything. It's just pissing me off. It's not making me feel better at all. And the person who's in the other car is not going to hear what I have to say. (laughs) Um, And really, the the last thing I want is some kind of crazy person, you know, when I if I did do something, you know, to have some kind of crazy road rage incident. So that's just an example. And, and, you know, it may seem trivial, but it's a something that I want to work on. So I wrote it down I'm, and I'm very conscious about it now. The second that I slip and maybe say something, I'm already like, okay, you're better than this, Nick. Let's go ahead and, and you know, cut it back. And, but I'm already seeing results from it. So it's helpful. I'm proud of you. Another question is, um, what are you doing already that you want to keep doing or approve upon? And I like that it it's constantly wanting wanting you to look at the positives that you are doing and just to build upon them. It's not saying shaming you in any means. Like, you know, it's just saying like, what are you doing that you're loving and how are you going to keep doing it to make it happen? So, yeah. And and I think it's good to reflect on the things that you're doing well and, and give yourself kudos for that because you might be doing something better than anybody else can do. And it doesn't hurt that you can, you know, share your wisdom with people as well. You know, you know, you're doing this very well. How can and you might see somebody else who needs improvement in that area. Well, this is what we're doing. We're sharing how it's working for us. So you know you can do the same thing with with other people as well. I think my favorite thing about this planner is that it it allows you to reflect and celebrate weekly. Yes, 
I love that it gives you space to just write what you're excited about. Like, what did you do that was so good this week that you want to remember? And it could be something so small. Like today I wrote down, like Lucille can independently get up and down her little kitchen stool step thing. Yeah. And honestly, that wasn't a goal that I wrote down as my goal was for Lucille to be independent, more independent this week. It was just something that I was excited about that I wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this journal gives you the, the space to just write down the joyful things in life, just to remember that life isn't always about quote unquote hustling and, you know, being fit or doing this. Like you can just write down the simple little shit that makes you really fucking happy that week. And sometimes we overlook the little things too. So it's important to write those things down. And what I like about that section too is, you know, I'm not somebody who journals either in the morning or in the evening about my day, but at least it's forcing me to do a little bit of that and you know who knows maybe that'll turn into a full-blown journaling adventure sometime in the near future which is something i want to do is just write down one or two things that happened during the day that you know made me happy or that i know that i need to improve upon you know that's that's something that's in my future here so i'm glad that that's in the, the planner and there was something else and i didn't know if if it was powerful to you, but it was kind of powerful to me when you look at your month and it says like for the next 31 days, I want to, I want to make this plan happen because, and then at the end of it, you have to sign and date it like a contract. So it's like super accountability. Like this is a contract that you're making to yourself to, to just be happier and healthier and whatever you want to accomplish. And I like that it kind of keeps you, it's like, taking it to that business level like this is this is the real deal like you have to sign this and it's like a promise to yourself almost yeah you don't want to break promises to yourself do you (laughs) (laughs) no and and i i think that's accountability is key when it comes to goal setting it's very easy to get back into old habits or just kind of slip away from things and, and forget them but you know the nice thing is this book is always helping you reflect and, and again, you know, going back on your, your short-term goals, your long-term goals. And that's something that I think people need. Like for me, if I just had a goal and I didn't write it down and, and, you know, write that shit down, like that's the biggest thing, whether it's on your phone, you know, in a, in a notes app or, or whatever, wherever it's accessible to you, it's, you don't have to have a planner and we're not saying go out and buy a planner, No, but you know, the whole idea here is to get you thinking of some other questions that you can start asking yourself so that you can start goal planning and goal setting. Yeah. And I think that's why we're really enjoying this tool is because it's very intentional and purposeful with why they're asking you the questions you are. And they ask you the right questions. It's not just willy nilly. Like, what are your goals? All right. What are you going to do? Okay, cool. It's just very intentional about setting, setting up that, you know, identifying what you what you want to accomplish for the week, how it's going, what you want to change about it. Like they're just, and it's not overwhelming at all. Like they ask the perfect questions and they simplify the chaos of just goal setting to yeah. me. And I will say the one thing that you can get caught up in and, and you know, sometimes that's happened to me, but I'm, I'm starting to realize that I don't need to get caught up in this is overthinking it. Yeah. Like some, again, we, we've talked about it. Sometimes it's going to be just the simple things. And really, if you're you're trying to improve something, an aspect of your life, or if you have a, a certain goal that you're trying to attain, it's those small little steps that are going to get you there. It's improving one thing day by day and, and getting slowly better at that. You're not going to be able to change overnight, but realize that it's going to take time. It's going to take some effort to, to make those changes or to reach those goals. But you can do it. And 
you know, this is what's helping us keep on track. And I think sometimes there's this myth that like the goal setters are the people that are entrepreneurs or, you know, the people that want to get jacked up like six packs and stuff. Like I think sometimes we think about these certain types of people that Mm -hmm. are goal setters, but really anybody can be a goal setter. It can be, you know, your average person when we are the average person and we just want to get a little bit healthier and happier in what we're doing personally. And that's kind of what I want to kind of slip into now is like, what do we set goals for? Oh, are we getting into our five P's? We're getting into our five P's. I think we talked in previous episodes, we said there was four P's, which for most of you, there's going to be four P's, maybe three P's. There's a lot of PP's going around. (laughs) But for us, there are five P's. They are personal goals, professional goals, partner goals, parenting goals, and then our asterisk here is podcast goals. Yes. So yes. these are our five P's. I'm a fan of alliteration, friends. So <laughs> we can make it really easy. I'm like, let's do the P's. It yes. seems to be working. Yes. And that's really what's helped us shape our goals. And, and you know, it, it really made thinking about our goals a little bit easier. Just knowing these five different areas that we have in our lives that we need to set goals and we need to... Um, you know, write this stuff down and plan for it. So, you know, it's it's been making things a lot easier for us knowing exactly what we need to to start looking for. So, the, and and you know, just because you have a personal goal doesn't mean that might not also be a partner goal or a parenting goal. Yes, a lot of things can cross over those different P's there. Um, for example, traveling is a personal goal for us. It's also mm-hmm. a Partner goal, a a, parenting goal, and a podcast goal. I mean, it's it's like all of the above for for us on that. You know, you're traveling for a teacher conference or an education conference in February. That was a personal travel goal for you. Um, We've had goals where you and I have gone on vacation, just you and I, to, to Charleston. So that would be a partner goal for us to travel and then there's the trips where we bring lucille like we're going to st louis this week yep yep. something special for you guys trust me (laughs) um so that's a parenting slash you know family kind of goal right there um and it's also for the podcast too so we're knocking out a lot of peas yeah and i had this reflection when we were walking in the park this past week and i feel like i have a lot of reflections when we're just walking in nature (laughs) in nature we um I was telling Nick that I think when your goals start intermingling and kind of intersecting, I think that's when you know your life is really truly aligned. Mm-hmm. Like your job is aligned to what you want in life to make you happier. Your personal life, your marriage or you know your relationships are all aligning to make you happier and healthier. I think when they're starting to merge together and they don't seem so separate, I think for me, it's like, that's simpatico. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just it's harmony to me when I'm seeing that. Oh my goodness, this is a personal goal, a professional goal, and a parent. Like all of my goals seem to be colliding in one, and I think it's pretty magical when I I start to see that happening. And again, we probably wouldn't even know that unless we had these five P's and and you know we're goal setting. You know, you might think that oh, this is just something personal and don't realize that it affects the other areas of your life and the other people in your life. But because we have these things that we um these certain areas of life that, that we're goal setting for, we're now more aware of who is it who's it affecting and how it's just making us happy as hell. Yeah, and I um 
I kind of had some aha moments. I know we've been only goal setting for about two weeks now. Take on me. <laughs> aha. Take Get it? All right. God. Okay. Sorry. No. I had to. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I had some aha moments that I've noticed already just in the two weeks that we've been doing it. Uh, is that my weekly goals are not all created equal. Like I'm not always going to cover all of the P's every single week. Like sometimes it's more heavier and professional sure. sometimes. Sometimes it's heavier in personal. Sometimes it's heavier in partner goals. And I, that's just going to be the norm. I think there's someone who, Laura, on, um, she's a host on Modern Mama's podcast. She says balance is bullshit. And I kind of believe that. I think that, you have to ebb and flow with what mm-hmm. what's what's working for you that week. Like if you're in that creative zone and you want to just knock out some professional goals that you've been working on, it's like go for it. And then there are some weeks where I may not want to do anything professionally or personally. Maybe I just want to do things. I don't know. You want a podcast? No. I'm kidding. No, maybe I said that wrong. <laughs> Okay, maybe I don't want to do anything professionally like working on the podcast or like working on my blog. Maybe I just want to work on personal stuff like family stuff. Maybe I just want to hang out with you guys and not yeah. think about that at all. So I Or maybe you don't want to hang out with us all and do something on your own. Yes, maybe I'm like I need a fucking week <laughs> a to myself, self-care. Nick. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think I had to be okay with seeing that, oh my goodness, my week is not all balanced in all my five Ps. Like that's okay. I think as long as I'm getting all my five Ps in that month, and I see that overall overall picture, I I feel better knowing that. Like I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and that's the nice thing too is you know when you reflect on your month, you can go ahead and see okay, I've been really heavy on one or not as heavy on the other one, and you can you know make those adjustments. But again, it all depends on what's going on that week too. And and the other thing I like about the planner, it does have like a a monthly calendar where you can put things that are like really specific for that month or that day within the month but then you have your weekly um calendar which has your your morning activities your noon activities and then your evening activities um and, and you can just write it down and you can do it as a checklist you can you know draw pictures in you there like doodle. whatever, whatever I'm a yeah you're a doodler and so whatever visual representation that you need you can you can draw it in the book you can write it in the book whatever you want to do and i'm going to say this again that i I am loving the little celebrations part just because today I wrote just little things that keep me grounded and grateful. For example, like I wrote our celebrations this week. And again, it wasn't a goal, like taking Lucille to the park, having lunch with my dad today. And again, I love that this kind of acts as a journal as well. It's not just Mm -hmm. setting goals. It's like, what are you enjoying about your life? And then you can go back and like, oh my gosh, that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And... I also had like a bonus that we talked about. This is not only a- This is for our Patreons. I'm kidding. We don't have a Patreon. (laughs) One day. Um, We'll set goals for that. (laughs) We, uh, not only is it great for goal setting and it's great for journaling, I'm noticing it's great for finances. Yeah. I'm starting to like write down what I spend each day and it's keeping me super accountable for just being really intentional with my money. And I think we're doing a great job with our finances already and I know- we're going to be having some future episodes about intentional with money, but I really like the the art of writing down just what I'm spending that day. Yeah, I mean, it's you can. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. I mean, some people still keep a ledger, you know, on a checkbook. Um, but I was like, what's a ledger? I know, right? <laughs> but like for the most part, you know, we're 
swiping our credit cards or our debit cards and not really keeping track of things. And for us, you know, I have my spreadsheet that I look at, you know, once a week and kind of update my spending just to see where I'm at. But there's a lot of people who don't do that stuff. But if you just take your two seconds and write down what you spent that day in your journal, I mean, it's very eye opening and you can be like, wow, I spent my money on that. You know, this is how much money I'm spending in a week. Holy crap. Yeah. And then you can make some adjustments there too. So, you know, it's using a planner or a scheduler or whatever you want to use, you know, has multiple benefits. It just, just doesn't have to be for writing things that you have to do. You know, it can be about goal setting and planning and finding ways to reach those goals and reflecting and celebrating successes and everything like that. So, I'm really glad we found this thing and, you know, I hope you all check it out if it works for you and, you know, if there's other means that work for you. I mean, there's plenty of apps out there on app stores that you can download. Um, you can create your own organizer, whatever you want to do. So, yeah. you know, definitely find a tool. I would say, you know, find a tool, um, you know, and, and, you know, use this podcast as a guide as far as asking certain questions that you need to use to understand what your goals are and you know just do it and and that's the other thing is don't just think about doing it just put the pen to paper and and start doing it you'll be surprised how quickly you'll catch on and i had one more aha moment i think sometimes it can be confusing whether or not it's a goal or something on your to-do list and i'm noticing that so i'm still in this limbo like for example one of my goals it's actually been a goal for two weeks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is to make a dentist appointment for Lucille. Right. And I'm like, is that a goal or is that just something on my to-do list? But I realized I kept putting it off. Like it's been two weeks and I have yet to call. And I realized it's because it's really obnoxious to me. I don't really feel like calling the dentist. I know it's something so small. Right. But it's like I just, it doesn't excite me to have to call and make an appointment. So I've kind of reflected over that because I've noticed, wow, I haven't checked that goal in two weeks. Why? And mm-hmm. I had to ask myself, why? And I was like, it's because I don't really feel like doing it. It doesn't make me excited. And now I came to this realization that I think we have to do one thing a week, one thing a day, whatever it is that really you don't want to do, but it's going to make your life a little bit easier and mm-hmm. simpler and happier. And that is just one example. Like I really don't feel like calling the, sure. <laughs> the dentist. And I think we think sometimes being healthy and happy is, you know, it's always going to be, I love everything we're doing. Sometimes there's going to be shit that you have to do that we really don't want to do. And I think just by maybe just Doing it and getting it over with. I think that's what works best for me is that I just have to just bite the bullet and just fucking do it. Right. And it's, again, it's like not every goal it's going to be I'm really excited about. It's like this goal is hard. This goal is, doesn't excite me, but I know it's going to help me get to where I want to go or get to what I, I need to get to, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I've got another example, too. Um, one of my goals this week that I did not accomplish and... It's something that didn't need to be done this week. It would have been nice to have been done this week, but we have a season pass now for the Baltimore Aquarium, and one of my goals was to get Lucille there this weekend to you know check it out and, and just have a good time. But again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we had unseasonably warm weather this weekend, and Jill was like, and I, I knew exactly what she was going to say because I was feeling the same thing. She's like, I really don't feel like doing the aquarium this weekend because it's so nice outside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, I, I second that. So, 
just because I didn't accomplish it this week doesn't mean I can't plan for it for another weekend. So, you know, we're looking something after our trip from St. Louis to get Lucille to the aquarium and see some fishies. And I think you bring up a good point just to give yourself grace if you don't get everything accomplished. Just ebb and flow with how you're feeling as well. Just to keep on the path, but it's okay if you yeah. don't put a check by yeah. something. Like, you're gonna be fine. Life is gonna happen. Unseasonably warm weather is gonna happen. <laughs> and Chaos. Make it, but again, it's something that I can see that, okay, I'm gonna circle it and say, okay, this is something I wasn't able to accomplish this week. I'm gonna plan for it in another week and make sure it mm-hmm. does get accomplished as long as there's not unseasonally warm weather. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's a tool that keeps us accountable. And I'm gonna keep, we're probably gonna keep saying that word. It keeps us accountable and reminds us what do we want out of life and who do we wanna be? And this is a great reminder that we're gonna have to look out every, look at every week. And because you have one too, I, I'm very grateful that you're, you own one as well and we're doing it together because I'm like, hey, how's your how's your weekly goals going? Yeah. And sometimes you're like, I don't want you to see my goals up private. My book <laughs> it's is cute wide how, open. Like, you some, can read whatever yeah, you want. Same babe. with mine. And yeah. um, I'm enjoying this process of doing it with you. So it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. We're always going to be beginner at goal setting, beginners at goal setting. And I think that's the, the fun part of it. <laughs> absolutely. So this is our resource section. Jill, you got any resources you want to share with our lovely listeners? I do. So I am all about the blog post. So I you found are. a blog post that was all about um, goal setting, obviously, and we will put the link in the show notes. So they had the five steps to goal setting, and I'm going to say all five, but there was two of them that spoke to me. When I looked at it, I was like, I'm not sure what they mean. So number one was set your goals. Number two was plan your actions. Number three was identify how you will change your habits. And number four was obsess over time, in all capitals, time. And number five was set boundaries and avoid distractions. So the obsess over time, and the reason time was in all caps is because it was an acronym. And this was really quite opening to me, like eye-opening to me. It said, goal achievement and success is directly related to how you spend your time each day. The best goals and action plans Mm -hmm. are for not if you don't control your time and spend it on activities most likely to give you outsized returns. So it said when you think about time, it says think about it in four levels. And this is what the T-I-M-E stands for. T stands for treasure time. Time spent doing what you love or what makes you happy. The I stands for investment time. Time spent investing in activities that will move you towards your goals and generate outsized returns. The M stands for mandatory, time spent on activities and tasks you feel like you have to do. And then E stands for empty, time wasted or lost. And then it says this, the keys to happiness and productivity are to maximize your treasured and investment time and to minimize or outsource your mandatory mm and empty time. So mandatory being like certain events or parties and then empty time being like maybe cleaning or chores. And I thought that was so fascinating. The way they broke out, they broke time into different yes, categories. I love that. That's right? awesome. Hell of a resource there, Jill. I, I thought so. Yeah, damn. <laughs> it makes me want to look at our activities and th- it, which, what level of time is this? I need to write that in this? my planner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> um, and... The last step was about setting boundaries and avoiding distractions. And I think sometimes 
we for, we can forget this or we might feel not as powerful or not as confident in doing this. And it's very easily easy to get distracted too. Yes. So this part says, if you're committed to reaching your goals, you need to become impossible to distract. Too often, we don't achieve our goals because we get sucked into other people's priorities. Mm-hmm. When we do, we sacrifice our own. Identify what distracts you. Learn how to say no to people and tasks and do this by becoming impossible to distract and by keeping a to don't list. And I thought that was fascinating. Just identify identifying like what distracts you and then making a to don't list. Like what what do you not want to do? Yeah. I think sometimes we think about all the things we have to do. Sometimes we forget about the things we don't want to spend time doing that. I think we just took our goal setting to the next level there. I, I think so. Yeah. Holy crap, in two weeks, we're learning a whole bunch of stuff about ourselves and how to actually set goals and make sure we block out the distractions. Yes. Got to harness the good energy and block out the bad. That was another thing. Our Oh, yeah. Our planners tell you to make a Damn. theme of the year, not just a word. And I think there's a lot of things going on, like, what's your word of the year? And I was one of them. I picked the word believe because I really want to work on just my limitless mindset and just believing that we can do anything. But I love that it said pick a theme. Yeah, and- I forgot about that. And mine, <laughs> of course, I have to tie my shit to a movie. So I picked Happy Gilmore. And it's that scene where the uh, Kevin Nealon's like, you've got to harness the good energy and block out the bad. Harness energy, block bad. So mine is harness energy, block bad. And mine was slow and steady as fuck. And it's more I'm aligned to just in all parts of my life. Like whatever I want to grow in or be better in, it's just... Just know it's slow and steady. It's not going to be anything fast or quick. It's just going to be slow and steady little steps to make that huge change. Absolutely. All right. So next up is that quote of the day, Jilly. What do you got for us there? I have two and I'm still, I'm like on the crossroads. Go with your heart. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go with this one. It's by Steve Garvey. You have to set goals that are almost out of reach. If you set a goal that is attainable without much work or thought, you are stuck with something below your true talent and potential. Reach for the stars, baby. Just reach a little higher than what you normally would. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like making the goal, I'm going to do laundry this week. Well, if you're not doing laundry, that could be a very high, (laughs) high unattainable goal that you are shooting for the stars. But for me, it's like, I can do better. Right. I can push myself but it's a little bit. Yourse- it's knowing yeah, yourself and what needs, you know, what drives you and what can push you to get to that next level. Agreed. It's about being the expert at yourself and just being able to say, this is the next level for me and this is what I'm going to try to do next week. And not something, you know, crazy difficult, but, you know, just up-level yourself a yeah. little bit. Up one. Up one, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, and how about the action we want our listeners to take. Oh my goodness, this is going to be so challenging, this take action challenge. It's so difficult. Jilly's throwing down the gauntlet. It's just start. It's really hard. It is. Just start. Whatever you have to do, whether it's buy a goal setting planner like we did because you have no idea what you're doing and you need all of the help you can do, just start. And the rest you're going to figure out along the way because setting one goal is better than setting zero goals. Yes, absolutely. So... Go out there and just do it. Be bad at it, but just start. Yeah. You're going to fail. That's fine. Learn from it. Failure is a great thing. It's a cycle. It is. Fail, reflect, 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 fail, reflect, grow. 
Fail, reflect, grow. Got it. Yep. All right, folks, that'll do it. Remember, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend or on social media because sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will talk to you again next week. See you later, guys.